Here's three great reasons to get the new Samsung Galaxy S21 5G at T-Mobile. One, it's free for both current and new customers when you trade in an eligible device. Two, T-Mobile's the leader in 5G coverage. So three, you can unleash 5G speeds in more places with your new phone. Get the new Galaxy S21 free at T-Mobile, the leader in 5G coverage. Phone via 24-monthly bill credits plus tax. If you cancel credit, stop and balance on required finance agreement may be due. Contact us. Qualifying credit and consumer plan required. See details at T-Mobile.com. Small business owners, is your internet making office tasks painfully slow? Are your file upload speeds <laughs> sluggish? Are your video calls choppy? You need more speed. AT&T Business Fiber gives you up to 20 times faster upload speeds at half the price of cable. Faster upload speeds mean smoother, less glitchy video conferencing and faster file transfers. Visit att.com slash businessfast or call 844-702-FAST to get our best price on our best service. Imagine it, up to 20 times faster upload speeds at half the price of cable. AT&T experts can help you upgrade to AT&T Business Fiber. Soon, you're going to love your internet. Call 844-702-FAST now. Comparison by Telogical Systems, 12-2020. You're listening to the Heroes Podcast Network. Welcome to Kaiju Curry House. My name is Joe, and I'm joined tonight by my regular co-host, Paul, and our special guest, Kaiju Kim. This is episode 62. Welcome, guys. How are you doing tonight? All good here, thanks. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. So, um, for most of our episodes, we've followed a strict format of asking awkward questions to begin the episode. Uh, it is, what have Kaiju been up to? So, Kim. What have Kaiju been up to this week? Uh, well, um, I'm recovering from throwing my back out from lifting weight wrong, so that's fun. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm just getting back into working out again, so a little rusty at that. But other than that, uh, not much. Making videos on my YouTube channel where I do anything from the reviewing Kaiju films to unboxings to something delightfully stupid that's related to Godzilla in some way. So, yeah, that's uh, what I've been up to. We're going to have to plug that because, I mean, you sold me. <laughs> there we go. It's funny you should mention getting back into weightlifting. So today, uh, my partner Don and I, we just had a uh, one of those bikes, those stationary bikes delivered. It wasn't necessarily an impulse buy, but we looked at each other and we were like, you know, we should probably exercise being locked down. Yeah. So we got it. And today I'm like, right, getting on this thing. We're, we're going we're gonna to do this. Got on it. Most uncomfortable seat. I mean, like my butt was asleep in like two minutes. Like I thought I, I put in the land that time forgot, you know, on my phone. And I like leaned it up against like the thing that tells me how many calories I got to. And uh, I got about halfway through the film. I just like, I just couldn't do it anymore. So the next less impulsive buy that I'm going to have on my agenda is a new stationary bike seat. 
because it got out. I mean, like I was tempted to just throw a pillow on underneath myself. <laughs> that would do the job. Yeah, yeah. Well, there we go. Other news, uh, what have Kaiju what I've been up to? Um, I had the Gamera uh, Aero Video box sets arrive. They are behind me. Uh, if you're listening to this, you can't see, but I put them next to my X Plus uh, Gamera, which I'm also very proud of. It's been a very Gamera year for Joe. And I'm so excited. There's, I mean, there are actually a few movies in there that I actually, I, I haven't had the pleasure of seeing on their entire, in their entirety, like Gamera the Brave, really pumped for that. So yeah, it's just, I need to find somebody brave enough to watch them with me. So Dawn, again, my partner has been letting me, you know, I've, I've kind of been watching with her a discovery of witches and I feel after I've gotten through a few episodes of those, I can work up my bravery to ask her to watch maybe a Showa Gamera film with me. I think it might take more than that. <laughs> maybe a season. We don't know yet. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. But uh, there we go. And incidentally, Discovery Witches, not really kaiju related, but uh, it's better than Twilight. So kudos to whoever did that I one. It's better than Twilight. I'm not going to hate on it. I'm not going to hate on Oh, God, Twilight's <laughs> terrible. But anyways... Paul, what have Kaiju been up to? Um, just to throw out there, I also bought an exercise bike this week, <laughs> which is really weird. We're gonna get, we're gonna be, we're gonna and Jess, the seat is very uncomfortable. You're right. Yes. Just... <laughs> it's like they send you the bikes with an uncomfortable seat so that you buy the aftermarket butt cushion. You know that, or I'm just so used to sitting on a couch at this point. I think it's probably that, isn't it? Yeah, we're just used to not yeah. not leaving the seat. Yeah. yeah. Folks who may be listening to this, you know, a long time from now, um, we're in lockdown 3.0 right now in the UK, Paul? Yep, num number three. Yep, so my butt has gotten used to a couch seat. There we go. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, but aside from that, um, <laughs> I've, watched, I've watched a film released by Arrow Video, our, um, yeah, our, our favourite. There's, there's um, a film called Lake Michigan Monster, which i um, never heard of. But I saw it was by Arrow, and um, I lived I by a... Lake Michigan, and I didn't know there was a monster. Did you... Well, there, you go. There, there is apparently a monster there, very strange-looking monster, and um, yeah, I had a free move rental, and I thought, "I'll go on then. I'll, I'll, I'll give it a try." I nearly turned it off after five minutes. It that good? Was... Huh? Yeah, that good. It's. I mean, it's got to be worse than Legend of the Dinosaurs and Monster Birds at that rate. <laughs> I, I did actually. I somehow managed to watch all of it. I did. I did stomach it. But it was, it's completely black and white. Uh, it looks like it's been filmed on a very old camera or they've just done, a, done the effect that way. Um, so it's very grainy um, and it's very slapstick spoof comedy where the jokes, there's so many jokes and some of them hit, but most of them miss, or at least for me, they did. I had a look on IMDb and it seemed to be a love or hate film. There's some people just saying one star, you know, this this is the worst thing I've ever seen, and others just saying this is genius. So it's potentially worth your time. I I glad I didn't buy it, but um, I, <laughs> I've seen it. <laughs> I can say that now. Um, also, I had um, bizarrely, I had a problem with my Xbox subscription. So I went on to the... That's probably for the best there, Paul. I know, no, like... no, it's not. I need you, you my game You need to pass. do something else with your life, man. <laughs> I'm in lockdown. I can't. <laughs> so I, hit, I go on the chat 
Um, I got through to this guy called Melvin who was helping me through and he says, um, can you confirm your, ga- your game attack? And I said, yeah, it's Godzilla fan. And he said, thanks for confirming your cool um, game attack. I'm a Godzilla fan too, by the way. I can't wait to see Godzilla fight Kong. I was like, hey, this is nice. So, wow. um, yeah. So shout out to Melvin at customer support in Microsoft. He was nice. Yeah, Melvin, dude, you rock. <laughs> It's funny that you encounter people like that, though. So I was wearing a Godzilla shirt. Um, this was pre-COVID when we could be social. But um, I remember walking around in a Godzilla shirt, and I had a couple people comment me. Like, I just went in the grocery store, like one of the checkout managers. You know, like, they were just like, oh, Godzilla, that's awesome. Like, right on. And then I went to the library. It's like, oh, that's the... Heisei Godzilla, isn't it? I'm like, whoa. <laughs> that's like, that, that's, that's getting yeah. to like next level. Like, like you, you actually know that's, that's really cool. So yeah, it's, it's neat. So I really enjoy it when, you know, you can go out in your geek squad, geek swag and people recognize like the geekdom. It's really cool. Yeah. It's very, but, it's rare around here. I've, I've never seen anyone in a Godzilla t-shirt. You've seen me. Yeah. In where I live, I've never seen anyone in a Godzilla t-shirt. Only in um, London at a comic convention, I saw someone. I was like, "There's someone else in the UK." That's the <laughs> in the force. We exist. We have a Facebook group. Oh, actually, um, you reminded me. So, talking about Godzilla versus Kong, has everybody here seen like the four seconds of new footage that they've released for us? Nope. Nope. I'm yep. trying to like save my reaction for like the trailer. Like I, I saw snippets, like I saw like one snippet of Godzilla coming out of the water when Kong's like chained up on the aircraft carrier. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's, that's the only snippet that I, I watched, but I want to like film my reaction like a true YouTuber and uh, be surprised. Okay. Yeah. So the trailer's like in a few days, isn't it? Yeah, it's coming as out. As of when we're recording. This, yeah, as of when we're recording, it's coming out on Sunday. So that'll be fun you know we've all waited how many years for this now it's been 84 years <laughs> yeah oh wow we're memeing it up now where's alex when we need him but uh yeah they i will say i won't rob anything of you but i've always uh wanted to see um godzilla who is a water-based kaiju do like the whole crocodile thing and i gotta say he's kind of doing that around the whole aircraft carrier bit. I was, I was happy to see that, you know, finally we have a bit of an ambush predator side to Godzilla. So that was nice. I enjoyed that. There were some other funny bits though. I think Millie Bobby Brown gets booped by a giant Kong. So that was, that was great to see. The trailer's coming out and the films, the films are out in what, two months after the trailer release. Yeah. So I don't know at this point if I should just avoid the trailer and just go in blind. It's tempting. Yeah, you do you. I I, I can't do you that. You can't. Okay. I can't. I've, I've been waiting for this <laughs> all my life. My my family mercilessly trolled me after Kong won the 1962 mashup. So I mean, I I have again. to I have to see a Godzilla win in this. Otherwise, I'm going to crawl under a rock, and I am. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. <laughs> It's like it's like I'm a Superman fan, and then I watch Batman versus Superman. I'm like, really, <laughs> really? I think both Batman and Superman, you know, fans felt that way when they watched that film. Yeah, here's hoping that the Snyder cut 
that's coming out on HBO as well. You know, it's hopefully it's pretty cool. It's got some dark side action, right? So I mean, yeah, that will. Yeah, I'll give that a watch. So tonight we're talking about Godzilla two thousand, right? We are that, and obviously Kim and and what you do. Because... Yeah. <laughs> well, there we go. I'll tell you what, though. What we're going to do now is take our first break. Awesome. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Here's three great reasons to get the new Samsung Galaxy S21 5G at T-Mobile. One, it's free for both current and new customers when you trade in an eligible device. Two, T-Mobile's the leader in 5G coverage. So three, you can unleash 5G speeds in more places with your new phone. Get the new Galaxy S21 free at T-Mobile, the leader in 5G coverage. Phone via 24 monthly bill credits plus tax. If you cancel credit, stop and balance on required finance agreement may be due. Contact us. Qualifying credit and consumer plan required. See details at T-Mobile.com. Hello and welcome to part two of Kaiju Curry House. I'm here with Joe and Kaiju Kim to talk about Kaiju Kim and also Godzilla 2000. So Kim, you're a YouTuber who does wonderful things about Kaiju. Care to tell us, you know, kind of how you got into it and, um, you know, what content you have on your channel? Uh, well, I've been a Godzilla fan for as long as I can remember. So um, I have a YouTube channel talking about Godzilla and stuff like that. Um, I started my YouTube channel because I wanted to scratch my itch to create content and I wanted to make videos about something that I actually care about and that actually gets me excited and so I decided to make videos about Godzilla. And I also wanted to make videos about other kaiju that I actually didn't discover until I hit adulthood so I can kind of expand my horizons a bit so I don't get burnt out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I do film reviews, unboxings, and, you know, silly videos. Like, a few months back for Godzilla's 66th anniversary, I attempted to bake a cake for his birthday. Oh, like, cool. That's different. This, that never goes to plan. So like, yeah, how, how did I, the cake turn out? <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> but cakes, defense, cakes never were. In my defense, I was also, like, trying to keep it interesting by, like, reading tweets at the same time and like my brain turns off as soon as the camera turns on so didn't i like pay attention to the recipe which is also on my phone and i was reading tweets off my phone so yeah it uh it ended up terrible but the video was funny yeah <laughs> we tried to make a rainbow cake for one of our kids birthdays and it turned into just kind of like a booger colored inside i mean like, oh. it was just like kind of like this green thing i don't know what happened with the food coloring or whatever but it just didn't work <laughs> it tasted good oh well that's but it did not at least but it did not mine tasted like garbage yeah, <laughs> it just it did not look good so yeah, yeah i don't i don't <laughs> bake um but my wife made some lovely godzilla shortbread cookies for me they were really yummy uh, that. yeah she's awesome she's awesome yeah she's got your um like a, it's a cookie cutter, like a Godzilla-shaped cookie cutter. So, yeah, that's been used a few times now. <laughs> you can even do, um, I let the kids use it for their Play-Doh 
they got your dinosaur shapes and um <laughs> oh, you have one <laughs> and joe's got one as well <laughs> I have a few. It's it's really funny. So my mother, my mother does not get this fandom. She just she has no idea. She really tries hard. It's lovely. So if she sees anything Godzilla, it comes in the mail. So one time I got Godzilla cookie cutters. So they were really lovely. Really lovely. Have you made any cookies with it? No, because my baking skills are shocking. Um, <laughs> case in point, the cake. But um, I don't know. I've, I've just never tried. They aren't necessarily huge, you know? So no. it was one of those dealios where I was like, how does one make a good sized cookie? With you just make these? lots of small cookies. Okay. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm kind of the American persuasion here. I, I like the big cookie. So it, it was one of those deals. But no, they're, they're fun. And I have... I have a few odds and ends. I've got Godzilla shot glasses. I have Godzilla cookie cutters, um, Godzilla cups. She always finds Godzilla t-shirts. That's the, that's the present thing. It's really lovely. It's, it's funny. Um, I got a really cool like black one with a like neon colored like Godzilla like spray painted on it. That was her latest find. I was like, oh, that's cool. That's cool. For any American listeners uh, who know what Spencer's is or remember Spencer's, I think like some of the t-shirt quality that you could find in there because they used to do like t-shirts and stuff or like Hot Topic. I think my mom finds like Godzilla shirts out of there. That's what she does. Yeah. That's what I like to. So yeah, right. Anyway. Godzilla 2000. <laughs> I was Kim, um, oh. just, just out of interest, what's your um, favorite unboxing been so far? Oh, yeah. Um, so I've done, I've actually done three unboxing videos. One is like set to unlisted because it went so awful. And <laughs> <laughs> no, listed, listed. My, my Patreon supporters are the only ones who are allowed. Uh, okay. um, yeah. The uh, first video I did as Kaiju Kim was an unboxing of the Godzilla Jenga Extreme Edition. And uh, that, what's extreme about Jenga? Might I ask? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, does it become extreme? You, you add Godzilla to it, that's how it's extreme. There you go. Yeah. Like, I thought that like the people playing the Jenga were the Godzilla, you know, like you're destroying the, yeah, like, there's, like, a, you have to like roll a die, and then you gotta like Godzilla, oh. like there's like a cardboard cutout of Godzilla, and he gets closer to the tower if you like, you know, roll a certain number or whatever. It's it's interesting, and you know, that that video was hilarious in that I have no idea how to play Jenga. I suck at Jenga just like I suck at everything else. And uh, I recently unboxed a Christmas present I got from my future brother-in-law and his wife, which is the Godzilla coin bank. It's so I love horrible. it. My daughter has it. It's so good. It's so, so wholesome. Yeah. Is that the one and, where he pops out and grabs the coin? Yeah. 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 And the other one that's hidden from the public is I unboxed my NECA figures. And uh, it didn't go as planned. Let's just say that much. Let's put it that way. <laughs> oh, I've um, well, I've I've only done a handful of unboxings myself. I did, one of them never got shown because I ended up cutting my head off in the the camera, just like you couldn't see me. So that was like well done, Paul. And um, one unbox it wasn't it wasn't video, it was just literally me unboxing a model I bought. A tiny bit snapped off as I did it, and my heart just sunk. 
it was it, it was a tiny it was a tiny tiny bit at the bottom but um me and my wife we went away like a weekend away in a, a city break and there was a forbidden planet there which sells awesome stuff and there were them um, was it there was two final fantasy statues there was um one of cloud and one of sephiroth and i i, I just couldn't resist i was like they're like oh, i think it was 200 300 pounds for the set got them all the way home opened them up and one of them i just kind of lifted it out and it just i don't know i don't know what i did but my wife's my wife just laughed and i was just there just like <gasps> all my money it's fine i super glued it it was it was a tiny bit but still i shouldn't do unboxings but you've promised to do an unboxing i have i have of, yeah i have the amazing gift that yes i'm doing messaging. one of the um yeah the x-rex isn't it the yeah the, the xenomorph slash t-rex hybrid that's yeah i'll attempt to do a decent job of that one there we go yeah. right okay sorry Godzilla 2000 joe 2000 goodness what are your thoughts i remember watching this this was my first godzilla movie that i ever saw in a theater oh, proper nice. Godzilla. we'll say proper godzilla movie because zilla's been retconned but um anyway uh it was my first proper toho godzilla experience in a theater it was great my mom went with me uh my brother went with me it was it was the three of us and pretty sure we were the only three people in the theater it was that cool um and it was neat because what i was anticipating was just a standalone godzilla film because back then you know internet wasn't necessarily giving you as much information and all that we really had to go on is like godzilla looks wildly different this is the old school godzilla and i didn't know that he would be versing anybody so when the spaceship got thrown into the picture i was like huh and it looked like a bicycle seat huh and it changes into godzilla oh it was it was interesting it had a lot of good things going for it but the part that i actually probably enjoyed the most was the regenerator regenerator g1 element of it where they finally explain like why godzilla is so resilient I thought that that was like a nice little nugget and it was a good film, you know, as far as Godzilla movies go, I didn't really like the actual ending of it very much where I think it's category is just standing on that, you know, like the top of that building and he just shouts Godzilla, Godzilla oh, yeah. stands there <laughs> and then dies. And everybody's just left going like category, like, why did you just stand there and die when you had ample time to just literally walk to another part of the roof and you would have been fine? But you know, sorry, spoilers, but hey ho. <laughs> what do you guys think? Okay. Uh, well, yeah, well, like you, Joe, I like how it goes into the science of how and why Godzilla is the way he is. And we, ne we never really saw that before in a Godzilla movie, so I thought that was really interesting. And uh, I I kind of want to say um, this is my favorite Godzilla design, but that's partially because it's my favorite Godzilla movie, I too. Um, this was my first proper big screen Godzilla experience. I, I was nine years old when I saw it, so my whole family went with me, so it was very cool. Um, 
I do wish we had gotten a little more backstory on Katagiri because we never really know the exact reason as to why he's so determined to kill Godzilla other than the fact that it's literally his job. Like, I feel like that could have added to the film a little bit. Like, if he had, like, a personal reason as to why he hates Godzilla so much. Okay. Um, yeah, so for me, it was, um, I think it was probably the first film that I was able to see close to release. So it never got a cinema release here in the UK. Um, I think the only, yeah, only Shin Godzilla's got a cinema release here outside of TriStars. So I wasn't that lucky, but with the dawn of the internet around that time, it was... I was able to watch a trailer and import a copy from the States when it was released on DVD. And so I was watching it kind of the year of release, which must've been a first for me. So um, the, it does have that. But I also thought that it was a bit of a step up from the previous films in terms of effects. I felt like they did, just did a better job of making him look, not, not realistic as such, but they blended the scenes of the actors and the suitimation better. So it just looked that bit more believable. Um, outside of that, I just love Auger. I, uh, I know he's only in it for about 20 minutes right at the end of the film, but I, I think it's a great design. I do love it. I, I feel sorry for him, actually, because he, they get the was it regenerated G1 and Auger's kind of born. It, by the time he's, he's learned to stand up, Godzilla goes and charges at him, poor thing. They do say it in the film. It's just like, it slept for 60-something million years, woke up, and was killed by Godzilla the very next day. That's it. I know, and it was just, wow, way to really drive yeah, that home. It was. It's, like, it's just, you've just been given form for the first time, and yeah, Godzilla's come along and destroyed it. I mean, to fair, he was trying to eat him, but, you know, it's just... Just see when you think when you think of it like that, as you say, they mention the thing like, yeah, actually, that's a that's quite cruel. A bit of Debbie Downer that one, you know. Yeah. Wake up, dead. And I also thought it's a bit strange that I'm sure they say that Godzilla's the the savior, like, oh well, he's he's great, he's protected us, and then right at the end of the film, he's kind of walking off, and he just burns all the city, just just for effect. He's just like, yeah, I saved you, I mean, but I'm actually just going to destroy your city. Does. It is what he yeah. does. But they were just saying in the scene before. Oh, thank God for Godzilla, he saved us all. And then he's just torched the whole city. Nope. Yeah. One of, the neat things, one of the neat things about this movie is the uh, dubbing and sound mixing for the United States release, which I would assume is what you got as... What, you yeah, because yeah, I got the US DVD, so... So, the United States release, uh, they went in like the extra mile because when you dub a film you kind of have to add special effects and everything back in because you take away the track. You can't just erase people's dialogue when they're filming a scene and then take that out or at the time you couldn't and then expect all of the other if, like sound effects to be there. So what I'm talking about is if Paul and I were talking in a kitchen, you know, back and forth while we're eating our dinner, you'd see, you'd hear the clinking of plates, you know, us putting up down our forks, you know, maybe a glass of lemonade or something like that. And there'd be sounds. And when you take that away, you just have silence when the characters aren't talking. So it feels a little bit alien. Like there's a little something that you can't miss, even if you don't, you miss, even if you can't actually put it to place what, what it is that you're missing. 
So in Godzilla 2000, what they did is when Godzilla is doing these rampages and stuff, they actually had some sound mixers go in and like get the destroyed, you know, like building sounds. Um, when people are like crossing the streets or whatever at night, there are crickets in the background. It's just really interesting things, but they went the extra mile for that film. They really wanted to like do a bit more for it. And I was quite pleased with that. I think that, you know, it really speaks volumes to like showing a certain level of respect for that film. I've never really thought about that before. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the next like, time that you listen to... Yeah, like, I'm going to be watching an old film and I'm thinking, huh, Joe was right. Yeah, just listen to like... Um, all right, so... So the Gamera film, you, I take it. Oh, probably okay. have oh, the Gamera films would probably be shocking, to be fair. But if you <laughs> want to like look at a Godzilla film, I'm not hating on Gamera. I'm sure that Gamera has perhaps some sound editing. But um, if you want to take like Godzilla um destroy or the, the destroy all monsters film you know mm. like classic piece of shower cinema um take that and just watch the english dub of it and listen for anything other than background music you won't really get it now that it's, it's one of those things that you have to like switch on it's like if people understand and know about the bystander effect they're less likely to be affected by it yeah so now that you know <laughs> There's no other sound other than the soundtrack. You're like, whoa, big brain time. But yeah, it, it, uh, it went that extra bit. And uh, it was really lovely to have that as uh, an English speaking audience member, you know, like, oh, wow, they've got the extra effects. So other great thing about this, I mean, like we've talked about Orga. So Orga goes through transitions in this film, which, we really haven't had too many of those in a Godzilla film where a villain actually transitions to its final form. Uh, we've, in the past, we've just had Anguirus just shows up, Gigan just shows up, um, King Ghidorah. I mean, okay, fine for, you know, the purists, like they start as a fireball and a diamond in space, but let's be real, folks. They, sh they show up fully for him. Um, Mothra can transform, but Mothra's a moth. You know, like that's just a pretty normal thing. It's something that you could kind of expect. Um, so, so it's what Hedora and Biolante are probably the other two. Yeah, we have Biolante, we have Destroyer. Or Destroyer. But, yeah, but you know, like in terms of like creatures morphing, there's a certain artistry to that. So we have Orga as a bicycle seat, the alien spaceship. And that's interesting. It's ambiguous. It's it's a threat, but not really what we were hoping for. And then out of it crawls Octo-Orga. I don't know, lack of better terms. And that creature absorbs the regenerative G1 or Godzilla's DNA and starts to morph into more of a creature that we would more so closely associate to a kaiju villain. And then Orga goes kind of full John Carpenter thing, opens yeah. up this maw <laughs> to engulf Godzilla and starts becoming an actual copy of Godzilla. And what was really good to see was the marrying of CGI effects and practical suit effects during that orga transformation, which hadn't really been done before. So, I mean, full stop, none of Godzilla's other villains, or in Mothra's case, just Mothra, um, you got to see that transition. So whenever Destroyer transformed, you would cut to something that was kind of like an animation, or there'd just be a giant explosion, and then, yeah, no, you know, that's like it. The, the Flash of light. And, and destroy is there. Whoa! Um, Biolante just was seated into the ground. Um, but 
with Orga, we actually see Orga physically changing on screen, which was really neat to see. I, I think that we didn't safely get to see anything like that until later on when Monster X changed into God, or not Godzilla, but Ghidorah. Oh yeah, that was cool. So that, that was really good. Um, that was a good marrying up of CGI and practical effects as well. But Orgo did it really nice because there are actually elements of Orga as a monster that they kept CG all the way through, like his maw, like the flappy jellyfish thingy in the giant mouth. That was really cool, but they kept that CGI and I think it gave it just the right texture for what they were going for. But it was neat to just see like an original kaiju and one that transformed and one with a different underlying motivation other than let's take over the world. Whereas Orga is just like, I just want to adapt just to this live. environment and just yeah. kind of like live. But you know, if you're going to be dingling Godzilla and kill me my very next day, I hope. But you say that this is your favorite film, Kim. So you've mentioned that the science was really good. Are there any other things that like really stick out to you? Like original, you know, like Kaiju or we have a father-daughter dynamic going on, which is pretty nice to see in a Godzilla movie. That felt really organic and good. Like, what else was really great about it? Well, I like that in the American cut, at least, they have um, Akira Ifukube's score, um, like in the second half of the yeah. film, which was amazing. Makes me, uh, I, I love it. That's one of the reasons, not, not to get off topic, that's one of the reasons why I kind of love uh, King of the Monsters 2019, because you can have that familiar music that made me feel like a kid again. And I was already a kid when I saw this film, but you know, even so, I was still like really excited. So, Don't worry about going off topic on this podcast. We do that a lot. By the way, that's <laughs> what this podcast is. Um, yeah, I mean, oh, the score was great. It really did have a good score. Really, really did. And yeah, King of the Monsters, the, the most recent one. That was. Oh, that was perfect. It really was perfect. Like the way to like marry up something new, something old. And like they got it bang on the money, I'd say. Paul, what did you like about Godzilla 2000? Like what, what really spoke to you in this film? Um, as I said before, I think the upgrade in effects, I don't know if they had a bigger budget or if they had a new um, like effects director, but it's definitely, like for, for one example, there's a scene where we see Godzilla swimming underwater and i'm pretty sure it's full cg but it's it's something that we didn't really see before despite the fact he's he lives underwater for bog of the time it's just I was like, oh we haven't seen that before that's cool and um when he's battling the spaceship and um he just gets blown back in the water by the like the whatever the weapon is on the spaceship and he's just, just him flying along it's like oh he's getting his ass whooped <laughs> So talking point with effects, the breath, the charge up and the dissipation of that heat beam. When we saw that, I mean, bear in mind what we were used to seeing with Godzilla, the fact that his breath could be a different color, you know, like, <laughs> and that it has like this charge up and you can see all the heat dissipating off his back. Oh, oh, you see it, it yeah, you see, yeah. <laughs> you see it charge, you charging up. It's like, oh Lord, it coming. Like you're going to get it now. <laughs> oh Lord, he coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's just like, like, oh, this is like, this is really good. I remember watching that in the cinema and I was just like, oh goodness. Oh goodness, I think I'm going to like this one. But, you know, it was great. And um, 
I, I think that that had a lot going for it. You know, the, the new breath effect certainly uh, was great. There's like, it really brought like a fire element to it, the uh, breath effect. And going on what you were saying, Paul, I think because they had the 1998 Godzilla Zilla movie um, just shortly before this one, I think because that film had really good special effects. Yeah practical and CGI, at least for the time, that there was really a sense like, okay, well, the bar has definitely been raised. We need to actually invest some time in modernizing this a bit and bringing elements that we wouldn't normally be using just so that we can stay current with that audience that saw the 1998 film. I think that that probably helped a little bit with this one. Of course, one of the reasons I heard that this film was released because they wanted to differentiate. No, that wasn't real Godzilla. <laughs> this is real Godzilla. Is Godzilla. You will enjoy this Godzilla. <laughs> but yeah, it, it was, I definitely remember that kind of mentality going on. I was like, oh yeah, we're getting a real Godzilla movie now. It was really great. I think that's one of the reasons why this is my favorite because after seeing Zilla 98, I'm just like, it's not Godzilla. And then we get, Godzilla 2000, and I'm like, yes, that's Godzilla, yes. I was, I was quite, I mean, I would have liked the 98 Godzilla, but he was so easily killed when it came right down to it. And I think that that kind of takes down the bit of the legendary status, you know? I mean, mm. it's Godzilla. Godzilla doesn't get stopped by the troops. The troops are just kind of there. <laughs> To make yeah, everybody true. feel better, like some at least someone's trying to do something. It isn't really that there's an, there, there's something happening there. And I think Legendary, the new Godzilla films have been being put out by Legendary Pictures. They've been doing a good job of showing that the military is there and Godzilla feels it, but you're not stopping him. Like that's not going to stop him. Yeah, they're a nuisance. They're yeah, there to I, further the plot, perhaps, but they're not there to actually kill Godzilla. Yeah, and that's another thing that this Godzilla movie had going for it. So military furthering the plot and people that anticipate Godzilla coming ashore, that he is a trackable creature, that the government actually knows when he's en route. Mm. I think that was good to see. He isn't just a surprise. So... In the 1984-85 Godzilla, uh, that is one of my favorite movies, it's kind of a mystery where he is or when he is coming ashore. And you're thinking, well, you have radar, you have sonar. He's not small. <laughs> I mean, how do you he is not. <laughs> and when he comes ashore, he's roaring and stomping around. So how is it a mystery where he's ending up? So... I was pleasantly surprised and happy to see that Godzilla can be tracked by sonar and that people are anticipating his arrival and that there, you know, like our government systems and outposts to track him. I thought that, that was good. I think that's another element that legendary borrowed from, or at least, you know, they had the good sense to like, yeah, he's huge. We have ways of finding huge things, albeit even in the ocean. So that was, that was another nice element. I also said before, I really like the father-daughter relationship in this film. I think that that brings a lot of humanity to it that I think, honestly, I haven't seen a relationship that felt that organic and that honest in 
a lot of Godzilla movies have seen since. Can you guys think of a better relationship than those two that if before or after? I'm trying to think of any. Because I mean, they actually felt like a do- like a father and a daughter to me. Like yeah. that was that yeah. was a very strong focal point of the story. Yeah, the father daughter duo in GMK was pretty good too. I thought. Yeah, that, that came afterwards, but you know. Yeah, that that was kind of funny. I think that's. I mean, I have a young daughter, so when I see that, and when I look at Godzilla two thousand, like that's kind of what I gravitate to. Of course, maybe in a decade's time, when someone may or may not show up a bit tipsy at my front door with a boy, <laughs> you know, I might say, "Oh yes, that's a very accurate portrayal." But you know, it's, that's yet to be seen. But um, yeah, I I, uh, I do like that that relationship. I think the whole category thing, like you said earlier, Kim. Like, where does he come from and why is he so stuck up? And he's just an abrasive character, I feel. Um, he's he's hard to see the motivations for and hard to like really understand like why he just seems so angry or so disgruntled all the time. I mean, granted, you know, he's he's in charge of stopping the giant nuclear dinosaur from coming ashore and trouncing yeah, everything. It's, it's his job. He's failing. <laughs> he's failing marvelously at his job. I mean, like that's why he never, him. Maybe, he that, maybe, a that's it. maybe that's the reason because he's failing so hard at his job. He's taking it out on Godzilla. Yeah. Can we just stop and just think about that position for a moment? <laughs> so, how long has Godzilla been around in this film? I mean, like we don't know, but at least, but we assume that the 1954 film is still canon. So you know, 50 odd years or, you know, 40s, late 40s, early 50s, you know, like depending, but we know that the military is not going to stop Godzilla. They've been trying for a long time. And Katagiri has been put in this position. Now, whoever put him in that position thought either this is the guy that's going to do it or it's a prank. I am going to give this guy a glass in yeah. position because I do not like him. Because <laughs> like you can see, he's like, all I have to do is beat Godzilla. But all I have to do is beat Godzilla. Oh, cripes. <laughs> you know, it's just like, we're not giving him any new weaponry. But you have to stop Godzilla. Someone's got to do it. I mean, if I was in that position... I would just be like, I would, I would be working with the transport minister. I'd be like, yo, dude, I want it. So when Godzilla gets, comes ashore, everybody just gets out of the way. And then, oh, this is another thing. So apparently when you attack Godzilla, he's very aggressive Godzilla. He likes to fight other monsters in case we haven't noticed this before. So when you attack Godzilla, he doesn't retreat. He advances. Yeah. Why are we attacking him so that he advances in the direction of further <laughs> inland? Why can't you have like, like a boat. planes like, in the oh, ocean yeah. shooting or <laughs> helicopters? Why do the helicopters have to have the land behind them? Why don't you just put them behind Godzilla and have them shoot at his back, the bit that does not spout fire? And you know that way he will turn around <laughs> and go towards the ocean. I mean, I feel like for you know, like how long these decades that they've had to observe Godzilla's behavior, they know he's aggressive. That seems like an obvious win. Obvious win. There's a bit of a plot hole there, category. I feel like you need to explain yourself. Oh, well. Okay. Well, just add so it's kind of good point at this point. Yeah. What strategy would you guys take? I mean, if we were in Category's position, let's brainstorm this here. I'll tell you I what. Mean, like, 
let's let's take our second break and have a little think and then come back to um discuss our thoughts and wrap up me 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 but also you <laughs> the pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film powder donut <clears throat> Okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates Price and Coverage Match Limited by State Law. When it comes to working at GEICO, our best advocates are our employees, like Maxine. But since she is so focused on growing her career, we hired an actor to read her story. At GEICO, I love mentoring the new associates to help them make this a career and not just a job. And with new opportunities and job stability, GEICO has been helping people grow their careers for over 75 years. The only downside, she still hasn't met the gecko. Where are you, fella? Ready to start your career, Kansas City? We're hiring claim sales and service agents. Apply online today at geico.job slash Kansas City. Welcome back to Kaijin. We have had a discussion as to how to get rid of Godzilla, and we have decided that we are indeed going to throw him into a volcano, a la Godzilla 1984 or 85, whichever title you go with. Thank you. <laughs> All right, folks. So we, we, we had to think. The, the, the panel met, as it were. And we decided we're not going to blow all of Japan's budget on a giant robot Godzilla. We, we feel like those taxpayer dollars could be better spent on something else. That would be cooler, though. So what we thought, so what we thought you know, is like the legend, Dr. Hayashida, you know, he had a good plan. Good plan. Bird noises. So hear me out. Hear me out. Godzilla likes the bird noises. So... I mean, that could very well be why he's coming to shore. I mean, like, he's hungry. But the other thing is just the birds. <laughs> he's actually just a bird watcher. Yeah, yeah. He just likes time. birds. I mean, like, they ran out of penguins around Japan. Like, he can't find them anymore. So, I mean, he just he wants the birds. So, we're going to get these bird sounds, right? We're going to lure them to an island that no people live on. I mean, so far, so good, right? So, at most... Sure, yeah. We, we need like a boom box <laughs> that Godzilla can hear, something similar. Boom box saved the world. Yeah, and then we need a helicopter, you know, to get us to the island. And we'll play his favorite jams. Oh, oh, guys, guys, I got an even better idea. Let's do it on the opposite side of the volcano. He's so dumb, he'll walk right into it. So he just right walks into straight into it. He'll, he'll, he, he's so dumb, he'll just walk right into it. That won't work. How do you know? How do you know it won't I haven't work? Haven't tried it yet. You can put some sticks over the volcano, yeah, so he doesn't he doesn't think about Paul, it. But where are you going to find sticks that big? No, 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 Paul. That's just some trees. We'll just cut down some Let's, trees. What we're going to do? We're going to put this array that sends the bird noises on wheels, right? And so when he tries to walk around the volcano, they'll just be driving around the opposite side, so that he gets so fed up and he just walks through the center. That's what we'll do. He's never going to do it. Okay, fine. When he gets close enough, we'll detonate it. Are you happy now? I mean, like, what survives a volcano, right? Godzilla might. No. No. Never. No. But yeah, I mean, like, when you think about it, like, that was the most budget way to get rid of Godzilla. If you'd given Dr. Hayashida, like, another day, that whole thing in Tokyo would have never happened. The Super X never would have <laughs> left its launch pad. Dr. Hayashida, I mean, like, 
Who's to say Godzilla wouldn't fall for it again? I'd be like, he's not like a genius, is he? You know, he's not the prize. Of you could just, he... even if he was suspicious, you just change the bird noises. <laughs> like, wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Those pigeons led me astray last time. I'm going with the ostrich now. I trust the ostrich. I mean, like, there are just so many. I mean, how many things that they've tried? Like tanks, oxygen destroyers, stuff like that. I mean, like, it would probably take me like one or two solid tries before I figured out, you know, I should stop following the birds. Yeah. I mean, if we think about this, really, that like, that's it. I mean, like, legendary. I mean, you're really. Don't, please don't do that. One. Legendary, <laughs> please. <laughs> I mean, like, you've got, like, you went ahead and chained up Kong, you know, so that, like, he could deter Godzilla, like, some kind of giant kaiju deterrent. Could have just, it could have just been bird noises, guys. I feel like, you missed a trick there. You missed a trick. We want our own kaiju. (laughs) It's cooler. So, yeah, now that we've, now that we've, like, deconstructed Godzilla... (laughs) <laughs> into a creature that will just follow like random recorded bird noises anywhere we so choose. It Suddenly all the films. Make him feel so, oh. I mean, like he, he's unstoppable, but we can make him go wherever we want him to go. So why did, I mean, like the entire Heisei, Heisei like group of films, like, I feel like, like, why did they stop? They had a clear strategy. <laughs> No. I mean, like, it, it, it is a thing. So Dr. Hayashida couldn't be reached for Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla, obviously. So they went with this other guy at the end of the boardroom table. It's just like, have we tried a giant robot yet? <laughs> Not in this continuity, we haven't. <laughs> I mean, like, hmm. hmm. But yeah, yeah, Godzilla 2000 could have stopped him with bird noises. I mean, mm-hmm. but then we needed him to fight Orga. So, yeah, exactly. so like, here's the thought though: If Orga had become a copy of Godzilla, could we have lured him away with bird noises? Possibly. You, yeah, you, you possibly could have done that. But you see, like, Orga's smart enough to work a spaceship, so. Yeah, Orga probably would have been a bit brighter. So it's a good job he was killed. What we would have needed to do is like record ah 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 and like put that on like what you guys know what I'm talking about. Have we, have we watched Mars Attacks? Oh, <laughs> all the aliens I vaguely that remember show, that film. All the aliens on Mars Attacks just go, ah, 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 ah. Just record that. Orga would follow it anyway. That, yeah, is that how it works? I feel, yeah, I, I feel so is this, like... Is this the whole new plan for all the films going forward? Let's just lure him somewhere else. I feel <laughs> like if it works for one, and it's <laughs> it should just work such a low... It's just such a low budget way to get rid of a monster. I feel like for the sake of like the petrol in a helicopter and the boombox <laughs> broadcasting the sound, you might as well try before you get out the tanks that are going to get vaporized. I mean, the Orca, prime example. Yeah, that works great. They, they, just, they just follow the Orca, don't they? They do. Bloody Orca. <laughs> Alex would be <laughs> on behalf of Alex. <laughs> we figured it out, ladies and gentlemen. We 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 owned. We figured it out. <laughs> if kaiju ever surface in the real world, 
forget the Jaegers. I mean, like this squatty right here, like we've just termed boombox, helicopter. You're welcome, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that's, that's all you needed to do from the beginning. We figured it out. In like two minutes. I'm really, I'm really kind of ashamed of all of those movie scientists right now, except yeah. for Hayashida, who figured it out. Granted, it took him a few decades. <laughs> I mean, it begs to wonder, though, now that like, we've hijacked this with 1984-85 Godzilla <laughs> and Hayashida, what was he studying? Like, how did he get to like bird noises? I am wondering now how, how he made that breakthrough. Because he was like, you know, biologist, genetic research, all this stuff. And then he just went straight acoustics, you know, like bird noises. Has anybody thought to use bird noises? Probably not. I mean, he was probably like lying awake one night. Well, just, just, yeah. He probably got woken up by a bird. Just, he, yeah. he, was star- he was staring at his ceiling and he heard birds. He's like, what is that? What is that? He like goes to his window and he's just like, I'm smart. And they lured me away. I was perfectly comfortable doing my own thing. Whoa. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to get off this track now. Yeah, so on on that point, we should probably wrap up the Godzilla 2000 discussion and uh, move on to some recommendations. Um, Joe, if nothing else... Um, I'm going to recommend a CD uh, that I own. It's called The Earth, Rainforest Birds. You guys can try it. They're, they're really relaxing. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm going to recommend that everybody, if you can, uh, Aero Video has re-released the Gamera box sets. There, it's in two parts now. There is a Shawa and a Heisei um, version. And you can you can buy them separately. Um, I went with both. They have great interlocking cover art that's been done by Matt Frank. They are more economical than the ginormous box set. <laughs> if you missed out on that, you still wanted just the movies you know to watch. They're fantastic. I give that a hearty recommend. Other thing that I'm going to recommend that you check out is the Star Ace Ray Harryhausen Foundation. Redosaurus that's uh, produced by the same folks that do all the X plus models. It has been released to pre-order as of the time of this recording. Um, I think when you go, I got mine off of Awesome Collector, but it was retailing for $279 for the deluxe version. It comes in a color and a black and white version. And the deluxe version comes with a stand, which has like a demolished car. So his hand rests on top of the car. And uh, it has like a little golden inlay, like a gold leaf kind of thing. And it's the image for the Ray and Diane Harryhausen Foundation logo. So I thought that was really cool. I'm a big fan of the Redosaurus. It was one of the direct inspirations for Gojira. So check it out because those tend to evaporate as does the Gamera collections, which we've all found out. Folks, do you have recommendations? Oh, go on then. Um, I received my copy of How from Beyond the Fog. Um, thank you, Joe, for passing that my way. So I feel like I should say, um, definitely, if, you, if you've been thinking about buying it, you should uh, go and order yourself a copy there. That's a, it's a very, it's just a, such a different take. Um, so artistically done, it's great. So um, yeah, give that a go. And as we've mentioned our video several times, I will just, just quickly mention that Tremors, um, 
is limited edition. So if you do want it with the second bonus disc and the Matt Frank art, you will want to be picking that up before it sells out like the Gamera box set sold out. So do that. And um, also, I'd actually just an email before we went live. There's a new Deferreal Godzilla uh, 2019. It's a VFX one, which I don't know if I've seen that line before, but it lights up. And it's only $53, which seemed incredibly cheap because I got so, the non-light-up one for, I think, $90. So here's the kicker on that one, Paul. Okay. It, it, it produces a mist. If you put water in it, it what? spurts. Yeah, it spurts. It's a humidifier. In, in essence, <laughs> yeah. But it spurts like that uh, vapor out of the mouth. And the little laser lights that are in the mouth underneath they create the Godzilla breath effect. Right. So it's pretty neat. They had it at Wonderfest. So the thing for me that I'm wondering, is it one that you have to plug into an outlet? Sure. Or does it have internal batteries? Or does it have like a mini plug with a battery pack like most of their other ones? So mm. if it came like all enclosed so that you like squirt the water into them and it has like a battery internally, mm. I think that that is an incredible bargain for what it is. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be so inclined if it has like a cable and batteries going off, but then that, depending upon how you want to set it up, that can be hidden behind shelves or other things. But it's a neat little figure. It is very economically priced. And I like the fact that it does the little breath effect. I think that that's quite cool. Yeah, I was very surprised when I saw that because unfortunately I've already bought it kind of just without the effects. I think I don't really want the same model twice. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm still waiting for my Bilante. It's, it's got to come out at some point. The SHMA Bilante. No, the um, Deferreal that was shown at Wonderfest. Oh, yeah. That, that, it was shown off along with the Harry House and stuff. It's all out now. We're up for pre order. Okay, if we're going to bring on? that up, if we're going to bring that up, I'm going to bring up the Mecha King Ghidorah that was shown. Ages oh, yeah. Ago. I, forgot I haven't that. forgot about that. <laughs> Jeremy Stoles, you're listening to this. Where is it? I haven't forgotten about that. I haven't forgotten about the request for life-size Dorats. That's going to come up every single time, maybe, <laughs> until you do it. Might as well get on it. Oh, oh well. Kim, <laughs> what would you recommend? Um, I don't know. I recommend you check out my YouTube channel. Yay. There we go. <laughs> what is the YouTube tag? Uh, Kaiju Kim, just search it on YouTube. You should find me immediately. Um, That's yeah. awesome. Do you have a Twitter or anything else as well? I do. I have Twitter. You can follow me um, at Kaiju Kim and Instagram at Kaiju underscore Kim. And you can listen to me ramble about stuff that I'm into, whether it be Kaiju stuff or just stuff that's going on in my personal life. It's, it's a good time. There we go. Awesome. And you do lots of unboxings and everything as well, like you mentioned that before? Yeah, not a lot, but I do one every once in a while. Okay, cool. So kids of young children, you know, Kim has got the hookup. Little kids love YouTube and unboxing videos. So if you want to indoctrinate them into the kaiju fandom from an early age, this is your channel. This is this is that in right there. So kaiju Kim, right? Yes. If they if they did like a blind box of Godzilla, then my kids would love that. That, that would be the end. Yeah, I could just end. imagine. I'll probably have to buy them, but hey-ho. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. I'd I have know. to buy them. Oh, no. 
I mean, I don't even, what are they called? They're the um, little dolls. They come in the circles, you know? They're uh, LOL surprise dolls. Oh, yes. LOL surprise dolls. Oh, yeah. my Lord. So, like, the unboxing of those, <laughs> like, Kim, I'm telling you what, find the kaiju equivalent. <laughs> yeah, save so me. Save me. Save me. Actually, Toho, Toho, you're listening. We need, like, a kaiju LOL type deal. Kim will open it for you. This is this is the promotion for it. So I mean, like kids will go nuts. The Western audience needs this. There are kaiju loving parents. They can pass this along. Do it, please. Okay, Joe, take us away. All right, folks. This has been a fantastic episode of Kaiju Curry House. Thank you very much to our special guest, Kaiju Kim. Please check out her YouTube channel. And as always, folks, keep it kaiju. Thanks for joining us at the Curry House today. We hope we've given you enough kaiju goodness to last until next time. If you want to follow us on Twitter, we're at Curry Kaiju. If you want to join us on Facebook, we're at UK Kaiju. And if you want to find out about other shows in the network, please visit heroespodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. on topic <laughs> for some until it's the like first sounds it's like <laughs> it's my special talent to take it is you're amazing that joe i know i know it's it's like actually to be fair if i don't alex does and if we don't you mention tremors yeah i mean one of us always does <laughs> one it. of us will do it i feel it's deliberate at this point 15 minutes could save you 15 percent or more is that shakespeare nope it's Geico. Uh, yeah, 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 that's Shakespeare from one of his unpublished works. Oh, it be not for awakening. Nay, give it thou the berries. For 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. No, it's from Geico, because they help save people money. Well, I hate to break it to you, but Geico got it from Shakespeare. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. As an educator, you've been leading students to grow, learn, and achieve for years. Take your passion to the next level by earning your doctoral degree in education online at Grand Canyon University. Become a change agent and help identify emerging trends in K-12 education. Develop innovative solutions and make measured improvements. What do you think making a difference in education looks like? GCU offers over 175 high-quality online programs like this one. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.